Welcome what? to twenty-four Bauer party people. Hang on, maybe start again because mine mine did something weird. Okay, right, go from here. We'll just cut this bit off, right? Okay. Oh, great! Now I've got to edit. Hey, it's me. I got a password. Life sucks. One word. Uh, welcome to Twenty Four Bower Party People, uh, a podcast where we watch a series of Twenty Four. At least it was until we just kind of uh, got a bit of mission creep, mm. and now it's more kind of like oh, the archaeology of fucked vibes. Yeah, pretty much. Hmm. Uh, and we have it was recommended that we take a look at what is best described as the world's foremost conference of fucked vibes. The Eurovision Song Contest. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck Euro vibes specifically. Yeah, it's a specific yep. kind of vibes. It's very we, different from the usual vibes that we're dealing with. Twenty-four is Yank vibes. These are Euro vibes. It you know you know people say that like a change is as good as a rest. Mm. Like we, it, in this case, it wasn't. Uh, for me, <laughs> okay. I, this is my attempt to get Sam back because I'm making Sam watch things now, but. Um, we we have guests. Well, we have a guest today. We do. Shit, who's the yeah, other one? Shit. Oh fuck. <laughs> no, uh, it's the it's the dog in the back of my recording that I'm not sure. No, it's Alice. Hello. <laughs> Hi. How's it going? Pleased to be here. Alice of of Kill James Bond, Trash Future, Kill James Bond, and, uh, and uh, Trash Future. And, uh, and, uh, well, there's your problem. One. Many many other things. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, I record too many podcasts, so uh, very happy to to do one more. I record not enough podcasts. Um, Sorry, viewers. It's been it's, it's been a while, <laughs> listeners. Even I've forgotten the medium that I'm working. With. Um, yeah. So, uh, someone, um, one of you horrible little people, who uh, listens to this, recommended that we have a look at uh, the Eurovision film, the Netflix one. I didn't um, know that they had made a film, but they they really did because this is officially in collaboration with the European Broadcasting Union. It has the like Eurovision name and logo all over it. Yep, uh, uh, which I think is to its detriment. <laughs> oh yes. my, my god, it is so apparent that this is an official thing. Yeah, right? The biggest, um, the biggest example of that, which we'll see, is that every single person, when talking about Eurovision in the Eurovision movie, much like um, how Lego never wants you to call Lego blocks Lego, they want they insist yeah, on like want... Lego group block toys or whatever, in the same way, no one says Eurovision, everyone says the Eurovision Song Contest, the oh, whole the thing contest. every time. Yeah, like yeah. The, like a tribe called Quest. You have to say the whole thing every time. Mm. I think more there was one like... guy who said Eurovision. Well, one guy, because I was noticing this as well. Because um, I watched this. Um, I'm going to level with you. Um, I watched this last night at about midnight, um, and I watched it whilst in the lap of uh, of of Hex. So I might not have been the most focused I could have been, um, but I did. I did notice the people amount of people that say the Eurovision Song Contest fully. Um, I did have a little cheer because I do remember one guy just saying Eurovision, but uh, that was about as much attention as I paid. I think it's reasonable. I, I would yeah. say more, uh, more egregiously, it's not that they always refer to it as the Eurovision Song Contest. It's that they always refer to it as that in like hushed, awestruck tones. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like. 
they I will think... give it. Like, <sighs> even the characters who are supposed to scorn the Eurovision Song Contest, fuck, yeah. it has me doing it now, are yeah. also like, but I hate the Eurovision Song Contest. Like yeah, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, like, okay. So, so the basic, the basic plot of this, because this is just an excuse for us to talk about Eurovision for for a while. Sure. Um, and I got Alice on because every year we we talk about Eurovision uh, when it happens, um, and yeah. uh, it seemed like the logical person for me to discuss Eurovision with. Yeah, I love um, Eurovision. It's it's yeah. it's uh, as you say, it's a collection of fucked Eurovibes. And yeah, yeah. It's it's a good update on what the Eurovibes have been doing the previous year. And it's always something, you know, new and bad. I've seen you describe it before as the gay Super Bowl, and I think I would agree, (laughs) only, like, as much as, like... It's sort of similarly... kind of embarrassing. (laughs) Yes, yeah, exactly. (laughs) To be associated with. Yeah, Um, and it's like the Hunger Games, only the Hunger Games reined in the outfits a little. Yes. Yeah. So, I think think Eurovision, for me... um, just in in general, like the way that I would describe Eurovision to like the Americans who are the majority of our listeners, um, is it sort of feels like what happens when um, it it feels like the ultimate like lib solution at pulp like. For, yeah, like, making we're sure all we don't get have a big together war, right? and like, like put on a show, right? Yeah. Instead of killing each other. Well, do, there's a one old uh, like original series Star Trek episode where it turns out uh, this one planet has solved war by simulating it with a computer, and then just killing the people afterwards that war would have killed without all the collateral damage. And I feel like this is a step towards that. Hmm. That's <laughs> true. I think if we, if if we sort of like kill losing Eurovision contestants. That that would, you know, add a an air of danger to the whole thing which has been missing so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I mean I, I mean there has always been a bit of danger in the if you don't like like I remember um so I've been watching this since I was a kid, right? So like I remember the hushed tones of my parents being like, "Oh, if they don't vote for Russia here, they'll turn off the oil or something like that." Like uh, but like so there's always been that sort of weird element that Russia takes this bizarrely seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of a lot of Europe does. Is it just the UK that's so like? No, yeah. well, I, no, not exclusively, it... because Iceland, uh, which is the nominal subject of 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 this film, had never won it. Never really like that much. And there's this weird divide, right? And like, I think in particular, you get a lot of Nordic countries where they're like. They've mastered being able to do a quite good act as a mm. joke and then win anyway. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's that's what sort of like led to the heavy metal boom with like Lordi and stuff. So yeah, no, it, yeah, it, it, that it was varies one country submitting. Was it Finland? Yeah, it was yeah Finland. that was Finland. Yeah, submitting uh, like something as a joke that then won. Uh, that was like the context. most. The last Not... one that I watched. Right. Okay. Until... And then for this, you watched the act. This year's one. Oh, true. And then the film. Oh, Trim. Oh, sweetheart. It wouldn't be a fucking podcast if I didn't create some level of endurance. Oh my god, you didn't watch 24 hours worth of Eurovision, did you? Um, not in one sitting. <laughs> it's like very bad for you, it's like background radiation, you know? No, you know what? Okay, I watched the most, like, recent seven or eight. Oh my god, I love you so much. And oh, Sam! Why did you do that to yourself? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. The first, um, this year's and last year's were available like 
on iPlayer, so I watched those. Right, okay. Because that has, at least that has Graham Norton talking to me sometimes. Okay. All of the I... others are available on YouTube. Yeah, yeah. With, but with, with no announcer. Yeah, yeah, no, and that's how you... I watch them. Uh, the, but... I might I might be called, like, bizarre for this, but that's how I watch them. I you don't, don't, you don't need a drunk Graham Norton kind yeah, of, like, yeah. slurring a little bit to tell uh, you, but... oh, this next one's going to be shit, actually. Yeah. But when you are watching it stone-cold sober alone in a room by yourself for hours on end. Yeah. It is the middle of the day. There's there's something about (laughs) watching Eurovision in, like, the cold light of day that seems more troubling than just watching it drunk. Yeah, because then you're you're approaching, like, the... um... You're approaching having to consider it rationally. Well, yeah, no, the cousin of rationally, heterosexually. Yeah, which is even worse. So, uh, I would say that the people that I trust least in the world are the kind of people that take Eurovision seriously, like for the (laughs) love of the contest. Um, I... (laughs) I would say that, like, I love Eurovision, but by God, do I not treat it seriously as a competition, or like, or even like sort of musically. It is an, essentially like an excuse to get all of my gays together. I'm kind of the opposite. I, I, I respect the people who take it very seriously as like a, a business, as like an international thing, way more for the fact that they persist in doing this when they know damn well that 100% of that audience is, you know. <laughs> people like me. Right, yes. okay. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, I see what exactly. you mean. Okay. I think, yeah, it's, I, I think I think of it like managing a chariot team must have been an ancient <laughs> you know? My my mother once described it as a car crash that you can't look away from. Yeah, um, sure. And I think that's how I've carried it. But the thing is, I've considered it very embarrassing that I can't look away from it for several years now. Until like this last year where I started looking shit up. This last year was the first time I considered actually watching the semi-finals. Um, but I did yes, mostly see, consider gets, doing it's, it's that. talons into you, yeah. Uh, so I did consider mostly doing that because I heard Latvia had a song about eating pussy. I was going to say, um, Latvia going out in the semi-finals. I don't care about Eurovision, but I know that... that I was tragedy. Fo- I was yeah, no, following not Latvia. Latvia like a hawk. There are so many, like... Once you start digging into this, there are so many robberies that happen in the semi-finals that, like, the semi-finals are a sort of process to make Eurovision worse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> get rid of should, all the bizarre things. Yeah, it should yeah. not be allowed. Instead, it should be, uh, you get, you know, 30 entries and you just do the whole thing. It takes six fully, hours. I am fully on board with there just being one contest that everyone goes to. Yeah, in- including I think that would all be, of the that like, would be so much acts that nobody yeah. really cares about. I I wanted to see uh, Ireland, I wanted to see Brooke do That's Rich, you know, all mm. of that shit. And I, I think the movie agrees with me that this is the best way to do yes, it. Because... because they have that entire process in, which is really confusing to most people who watch Eurovision like me, who have never engaged with any of that shit. Well, yeah, yeah and, like, and it's like, for it's for people who like are, are into their Eurovision and will be like, "Holy shit, that's the first semi final or whatever." Yeah, yeah, and um, you're like, "Who? What? There's like, there's I mean, more than one of these." <laughs> like, well, like well, when we were watching also, it, Hex Hex this morning said, "So why were they in Edinburgh the entire time?" And I was like, "Sweetheart, no, that was the first one." <laughs> like, the, no, there are more of these. I'm afraid. <laughs> yeah, um, the well, because we're all you know for our sins British. Hmm. Hmm. We automatically, like, we're, we're one of, like, the big five that give Eurovision enough money 
that we are automatically in the final. Yeah, yes, yeah. Because the Eurovision is structured through the European Broadcasting Union, which uh, Leads contains to strange contestants, financial yeah. arrangements, both in the like uh, the big thing, and also the you know ask me about why Malta does so well every year kind of uh, question. Um, it's like it's like uh, it's like a FIFA did poppers. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. That's a really good analogy. Yeah, absolutely. Just it's set, set blatter, but with like a septum piercing kind of <laughs> septum blatter. Oh, okay. fuck. That's you a left really that one on the table. You left it on the table. Oh, I no. left it on the table. Oh no, I've introduced you two. Um, <laughs> I didn't know why. Uh, I don't know why I didn't see this one coming. Anyway, um, okay, so. We should probably talk about the fucking film, eh? Okay. Mm. So, how, how, what's your tolerance for Will Ferrell? Is the question this um, film asks. You. I would say my tolerance for Will Ferrell is like a usual amount. Um, I, I have, a, I have, a, I have a, like a a feral sensitivity. I have like a low Will Ferrell uh, tolerance. Right. Okay. I, I would say I have a fairly okay Will Ferrell tolerance. I quite like Anchorman. I don't really like anything else he's in. Um, uh, so I think Will Ferrell entirely depends. On like the way you use him, like I think of Will Ferrell as being kind of like a tactical nuclear weapon. <laughs> right. Okay. A Will like, Ferrell, a Will Ferrell war must not be fought and cannot be won. Oh yeah, no. Uh, World War Three will be I, fought. I'm with trying Will to Ferrell, think of like the, like, the Soviet equivalent of. Um... <laughs> trying to think of like the, <laughs> the Soviet equivalent of. Um... Of like Will Ferrell to for like yeah, yeah, yeah. In, 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 in like a bunker in fucking Kubishev yeah. or whatever, there's a bunch of silos with Will Ferrells in them. <laughs> well, right now we have we have you know a a wartime comedian on world leader like in Zelensky. Yeah. So yeah. I, I think, I'm just going to assume that we're going to get like a Metal Gear Solid scenario where they're just going to like steal his DNA and create clones of him. Really, okay. Metal Gear Solid is feeling increasingly like a documentary yeah. these yeah. days. In these of days, yeah. Um, Jack Bauer's in it as well. Huh? Yeah. So, well, um, Kiefer Sutherland the, is the voice actor for Snake. That's true. That's true. Part. They replaced David Hayter, which is bullshit. Um, apart from Will Ferrell, we also have Rachel McAdams, who uh, sole redeeming feature of this movie. I enjoy like looking at her. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, Rachel McAdams snuck up on me in the last few years as. Actually, a stunningly talented comedic actress. Oh, no, yeah, no, that too. Yeah, just oh, oh that. I have to. Yeah, as I am a grotesque hound for pretty for pretty women. However, given that I'm <laughs> on a podcast with Trin, I have to try and be like the anchor. <laughs> <laughs> but this is this is the yeah, thing. No, right? This is the this is part of me the... falling into. Like getting very horny about, but like... this is the thing. This is part of the magic of Eurovision is that it's it's like misrule. Hmm. You know, it's the, it's the one time of year when you can become uh, a grotesque hound for pussy when you can become like annoyingly horny and like at the point at which it's an hour in and the Spanish entry is like wearing leather on leather and trying to get impregnated by a microphone stand. That's the yeah. point at which you can kind of like be like, oh, okay, it's 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 okay for me to like cut loose a little bit. I yeah, can make yeah. some unwise posts. Well, uh, we, we, we were talking... <laughs> um... I can go to Alice's DMs right now. Yeah, that's right, yeah. <laughs> Every year, baby, without well, fail. I, I wouldn't say those were unwise, but yes. Yeah, I, I'd say... Uh, <laughs> having... Fuck, sorry! <laughs> <laughs> having, followed, having followed Alice for a little while, I know that Eurovision and the Winter Olympics are the, the two events oh, that I'm, oh, going, to, well, yes. I'm going to see 
multiple different languages words for pegging. <laughs> That's right. I am simply... Listen, I'm just a girl standing in front of an international song contest asking, have you heard of pegging? And the answer every year is always yes. And that's why I love Eurovision. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, um, anyway, before, before we were recording, um, we were talking about some of our favorite acts from prior years. And, uh, um, well, we had the twink in the box. The twink in the yeah. box. The couple Azerbaijani years ago, Azerbaijan, yeah. yeah. You put a twink in a Perspex box and then you, you dance around the Perspex box for a bit. It's perfect. Um, uh, I... Um, there were only a couple that I remembered back from, um, you know, back when I watched it. Mm. And mm. Um, I remember uh, Belarus having an entry that was just a woman yelling, like shout singing, I love Belarus. Yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> it it uh, so perfectly represented Belarus's whole deal, <laughs> you know. Uh, uh, that one's it's... news to me. I've completely forgotten that. <laughs> yeah, it's like... <laughs> It, Belarus's it, song "Potato Tractor" uh, about yeah. the two, you know, greatest exports. Uh, you, you, you remember, like Tom Cruise jumping up and down on that sofa that one time, yelling like, "I'm in love with Katie Holmes." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah that, <laughs> Very similar except, vibes. Yeah, yeah. That, except it's if Katie Holmes like did not allow you to have free and fair elections. <laughs> okay, my two. I think I'm going to say there are my, there are two that I quite like, um, barring the Estonian cowboy baby, because uh, I I love him. Um, I think for this year. Uh, I could not stop listening to the Estonian Cowboy uh, after the fact. It's a very good song to jog to, I've discovered. Mm. It's at the end of my workout playlist for this reason. Um, I, I, there are I just, a few I don't know. Like high energy songs. And apart from this year, this year yeah. it was so many fucking ballads. There should yep. be, like, we need arms control for these Yeah, ballads things. are like, there should be like a limit on how many you can have, I think, in Eurovision. One, but that like, one... stripped down, uh, mm. like, singer on stage wearing something like diaphanous with, um, like, soft lighting. No, banned. Illegal. <laughs> get it get it the fuck out of here. If you're not wearing an entire, like, latex, like, uh, like body yep. condom kind of deal so that you're not yep. too lewd. Um, then I'm not interested. Thank you. Exactly. If, if like, you're doing a ballad, have the decency to like gyrate a little, or at least mm -hmm. be a cowboy, because yeah. I think that's a plus ten modifier with me every single time. The two that I really liked this year were Estonia and Iceland, and um, everyone else hates them, but like uh, they were cowboys, so they win. That's how it works. <laughs> um, anyway, um, the two that I really like are um, so there was uh, Hatari who were like the Iceland entry a few years ago. And they mm. were the ones in the latex body condoms. I, I was uh, going to say- I find were, them very um... funny because they're wearing like BDSM gear, but yep. the organizers have clearly gone, you can't wear that just like bare chested, man. You're going to have to wear something even weirder <laughs> underneath it. Um, if you go and look at them, you'll see they're in this like, one of them at least is in a full like latex like bag. Yeah, for <laughs> which sure. is very Just weird. Get, getting getting, <laughs> getting nice and comfy, wrapping myself up in my big latex sleep sack and yeah. going on stage. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I quite old, like them. You know, like with it, when you get plastic sheeting that people put on their furniture when they have like an incontinent dog. Oh yeah. yes, yeah, yeah, sure. It, yeah, it looked like if Ramstein like had to wear that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because otherwise yeah, yeah. you'd have, have to like disclaim that you have at SeaWorld the first three rows of the splash it does, <laughs> it does feel a bit like, um, you know the bit in like uh, American Psycho? I might be misremembering that. Yes! No, oh, wait, he goes into coat, another room yes. and puts on the raincoat and then comes, yeah, it's like he added like over the top of that something like something to have gay sex in. 
you know? <laughs> um, weirdly, if I remember correctly, um, because I, I hasten to remind you, I watched literally hundreds of songs. Oh, you didn't and watch the... Did you watch the voting as well, or...? I also watched the voting for oh, the first few. A feat of endurance, okay. especially given that the voting... The, the voting, voting has is the most w- fucked vibes of all! I love yeah. the voting. That's the uh, real part for me. It's like fantastic and entirely unintentional comedic timing based mm. on how bad communications in Europe are that you can be like, uh, hello, Belgrade, or whatever, and then 20-second pause while, like, Belgrade's person who is wearing some kind of, like, fucked pink fur cowboy hat stands there staring at you, and then you lose the connection. <laughs> Hello! Anyway. Yeah. No, oh, it's 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 lovely. Um, fuck, I haven't mentioned the other one that I was going to mention, which was Ukraine, but, like, from, like, the mid-2000s? Hmm. Which was the one that was, like, um, like, them singing in German, I think, and they were all, like, sparkly Um, and the reason i like that one is because a it's a bop and b it's what they keep playing through russian uh comms (laughs) which i find incredibly funny so there's like the song is like a couple of guys in like um imagine if like uh like the little german boys um like the umpa band like they're in the lederhosen and what have you imagine if Hmm. those guys um, fell into a big pile of glitter while covered in glue. <laughs> right, that's what you're looking at. Um, well, like and then tarred and feathered, but like yeah, yeah, but with glitter. glitter. Yeah, yeah. Mm, okay. um, and like, so sort of they're on the song, mob. like yeah, yeah, <laughs> singing like like in German, but it's like uh, I'm trying to remember how it goes. I have to sing a fucking Eurovision song contest entrance. I've got me doing it now. Um, it's like the one where they're like even Sweden, eins eins that one, right? But that keeps being played through like Russian tanks, which I think is hilarious. Um, because the, the, thing, uh, the thing about Eurovision is that uh, it's the continuation of politics by other means, right? Uh, yeah. As as with war, and so as as we saw this year, where where Ukraine won, and uh, now we have to decide like who is being tasked with Eurovision 2023, given that you can't fucking have it in Ukraine. Yeah, well, guess, guess, yeah, yeah and it's, it's, it's us, baby. It's us. It, <laughs> might, it, might, it might even in... be Glasgow, which yeah, I will know. be very funny. In, if it in, is, in, in the early 70s, yes. yes. In the early 70s, Luxembourg won. And they just didn't want to host it. So Britain hosted it. And they actually hosted it in Brighton. Oh, huh. no, fuck. So right, like, years, I was the one, one doing them. it. Yeah. In 2072, it's going to end up defaulting to Manchester. Oh god! Imagine. <laughs> yeah, but by 2072, here. it'll be like the neo-Manchester climate security zone or whatever. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The thing is, living in Brighton, I don't know if I would notice the impact of the song contest appearing. You know, mm. like you, the other you, day, you couldn't be like, "This has gotten appreciably gayer." Well, not even like I, I don't even mean necessarily gayer. There is like obviously like. A lot of gayness down here. I mean, what? more that like the uh, the outfits here are just terrible day by day. Anyway, um, <laughs> I, I, I so like I'm not sure I could notice and like a song content uh, contestant like in the street. I don't think I would notice them. The other day, I walked past a guy who was, um, I think, the most high person I have ever seen in my life, mm. uh, wearing a full uh, like top hat and tails. Nice, but. They were all like fifties floral print. Ah, interesting. 
Uh, and so like, if I could just walk past a guy like that generally. Georgia, yeah? No, no, this is a completely different guy. Rad. Yeah. No, <laughs> there's, there's so many weird looking people in Brighton that I think I would just, <laughs> I would, they would just blend in. Um, anyway, the film. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's yeah, not good. I mean, two two thirty a.m. Going back for more old Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, so how much of this film reminded you of Mamma Mia? Uh, it looked like Mamma Mia, except none of the people are having fun making it. Yeah, and that's, right. It's kind of the sine qua non of Mamma Mia is that what? it's mostly a bunch of actors like blowing work off to what? go dancing. The, but... the the opening scene does involve Waterloo by ABBA. Yeah, That's true. that plus like Pierce Brosnan has fucked everyone in the village. Yeah, which well, I assume Brosnan, is his character. Shagger, yes, yeah. it's <laughs> a kind of true thing because Iceland has such a small population. There are a couple of dating apps. Oh, fuck, they keep making jokes about that as well. Yeah, like they keep doing incest. But like they have dating apps to basically be like, look, we're all going to be related somehow. Is it distant enough that it's actually kind of okay? Yeah, because yeah, there's like sure. this whole joke running through the entire film. Because the entire film, the basis of the film is that Will Ferrell saw Abba at Eurovision and now his entire life stream is to go to the Eurovision Song Contest. Yes, with, also um, his name is Lars Eric Song. Yeah. And they really insist on that G. Um, it's because, yeah, there's like <sighs> Icelandic naming convention, like your surname is uh, like the name of your dad and then son son or daughter yeah 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 so the fact that um rachel mcadams's character has the is uh, has the last name eric's daughter oh god i didn't even notice that oh yeah okay ongoing like yeah because there's that whole thing about like she's probably not my sister yes probably yeah they're they're, like they're not quite sure if uh if they're but they they never get to the bottom of that and also um i noticed by the end of the film they are uh they are Potentially incesting. Yes. Yeah. Fully. Um. Yeah. <laughs> they're just they're comfortable making making jokes about that in this uh, in this official. It's, uh, it's 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 a harmless Icelandic tradition. It is. It is. Yeah. I I, I love um, imagining the um because clearly the way that um no one none of the entries are like jokes. It's all done as though it's a serious contest that people care about. Yeah, yeah. even because, so, uh, like, you, you even can't like, disrespect the song contest. In yeah, this. you can't actually talk about it like it actually is. I think this is the thing. I think this film would have been better if they hadn't gone for the official branding. Um, mm. Yeah, um, because... have you ever seen a, Have you ever seen Best in Show? No, I haven't. No, uh, it's a mockumentary by Christopher Guest. You know, the guy that did Spinal Tap. Right, and okay. it is about a. Uh, a number. It follows a number of people uh, as they get ready for the Westminster Dog Show. Right. And they are all really weird and strange. And if the movie had been like multiple, like different types of archetypical weird entry, as you watch them prepare and everything in like some kind of mockumentary format, yeah, that would that would have been that would have been quite good. Yeah, but mm. instead, this walks this kind of unsatisfying tightrope where um well so uh, will farrell and rachel mcadams they end up qualifying for eurovision because every other potential entry for iceland die in a boat explosion yes yeah they're yeah. they're, they're killed in a, in a in a boat there's accident. one guy we think. in iceland who um 
has uh, a seat on on like somewhere political, and uh, he's like the he central banker or something. Yeah, yeah he's, he's like he's, he's like the like, finance yeah. guy for the entire of Iceland, and uh, he's like if we host, then we'll we'll go bankrupt as a country. Yeah, so, because hosting Eurovision is, as we've said, catastrophically expensive, and a lot of countries just refuse to do it if they win. Yeah, yeah, like so, um, it has happened. Like that's, um, so yeah, he he tries to sabotage it so that they won't win. Yeah, they have an act that this year that they think is quite good and could win, um, and they, everyone else in the council council is like so excited to send this person. Mm-hmm. Um, so they go, just pick anyone else out of the out of the fucking bucket of tapes that we get, and they pick Fire Saga, which is Will Ferrell and uh, Rachel McAdams. Ma- McAdams, um, yeah, Lars Lars and Sigrid. Yeah, Lars and Sigrid. Um, Neither and, uh, which Icelandic names, by the way. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And 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 Lars Lars's father, old Pierce Brosnan, disapproves. Lars is like kind of a loser. <laughs> Uh, so can we say this is the biggest thing in the film for me that's like hmm. incredibly funny is does the film think Lars is a loser or not? Yeah. Yeah, right? because he works because... as like a parking attendant. Um wh- when he and Sigrid play in a band together, all anyone wants to hear them play is this song called Ya Ya Ding Dong. Which I kind of like. I, I love. I the, really the, the bit about this bit. I the bit, really like Ya Ya Ding Dong. I quite <laughs> like Ya Ya Ding Dong. They should have just entered with Ya Ya Ding Dong. <laughs> I was that would have been so good, right? Because every single song that um, is that's actually in the movie is like a, just a fairly. It, it's something that you would hear. It's like a replacement level Eurovision entry. Yeah, all all of the songs are like quite competent. They're not. Yeah, bad. they're good. They're not none, bad. None, like, I think none of them are like good, but they're yeah, all but fine. The, the 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 Russian one gets stuck in my head still. Uh, mm. But but we'll get to that. The other thing is that Secret um it has like, uh, <laughs> Secret's mum thinks that Lars is holding her back because. Uh, she's, you know, never gonna hit her dunkelskjog or whatever, which is this. The, 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 <laughs> she's noise. never gonna hit her blauhai, which is yeah. the noise that you make when you like your your heart song, right? You're, yeah. When yeah. you when you level up your like special attack in Icelandic, uh, you can you can like <laughs> you can sing your like noise. special note. Yeah, 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 exactly. And that you know she's never gonna do that hanging around with him, but yeah. she loves him. And she wants to marry him, but he only has eyes for the Eurovision Song Contest. Even though they might be related. Um, yes. He is He is turning down absolute top-tier possibly incest pussy for re- like religious uh, like obsession with the Eurovision Song Contest. Mm. Uh, and speaking of religious, religious obsession, Rachel McAdams, um, like actually many people in Iceland, believes in elves. And this becomes was, yeah. a major plot point. Yeah, yeah. The, the like elves this, is a bit movie, of an odd one. The, the movie does like explicitly take the point that elves are real and yeah. powerful. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and um, end up killing. Don't fuck with the up, elves. Yeah, they end up killing the, uh, the central banker when he tries to murder Will Ferrell. <laughs> which is he, a he, weird... he gets killed by a thrown elf knife. Yeah, which also. The scale of that knife, I'm pretty sure, is like too big to fit through the door of that house. Like, because the elves it's... have little houses, right? It's yeah. fine. They have like a little knife ballista. Yeah. 
you know that in in real life it takes life, four of them to hurl that yeah in in real life in iceland um there are areas that are considered like little elf like habitats that's quite so, reserves yeah. yeah yeah so um when they're trying to build like a you know a cross country highway or something it will have to divert around an area that has like elf significance okay yeah all right that, that's a bit weird but okay mm. let's continue Yes, yeah, so um, they, they go to Eurovision. Well, again, this, this is what happens when you uh, just make people inbreed for, you know. <laughs> <laughs> they probably are little guys. They're yeah, little guys sure. that Final are like guys. little Pierce Brosnans running around in there. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so. They, so they, they go derailed to, by elves. Well, they go to oh, Eurovision, well, we meet some of the other Eurovision. Oh, God. So, yeah. Including our, our second uh, of two James Bond actors in the film. That's right. Um, because what? they have Pierce Brosnan, and they also fucking calling my shot from like two years and the... Dan Stevens. I'm saying, mm-hmm. I'm saying Dan Stevens is going to get cast as the next James Bond. Interesting. Yeah, like you, you kind of see it now, right? I kind of do. Uh, he's playing <laughs> Alexander Lemtov, uh, uh, the Russian guy, right? singer. Okay. Yeah, which um. Uh, can we have the conversation about him yet? I think let's have the conversation about him now. Yeah, so he's yeah. a very... Um, uh, the way I would describe this guy, Sam, you remember... He, he, um, he, does, he does this Russian accent. Okay. He's very seductive, no? Okay, so you remember, Sam, we had a conversation uh, about about a, a month into our relationship. I said, Sam, you're hanging around an awful lot of trans people. <laughs> you seem to understand this... Understand this uh, Concepts quite well. Are you like? I'm not going to make anything of that. But are you absolutely sure that everything <laughs> under, uh, it's, uh, and you were like, yes, I am he him pronoun, which is a line that he does actually use in the film. Yes, he guy. him. Yeah. Pronoun. Anyway, he's obviously supposed to be like queer in some way, right? As some sort of own towards Russia. Oh, because yes. it's like uh, at the end, uh, someone else says like, you you deserve to be happy, and he says. I wish my country agreed. Yes, he's like, like, Mother Russia does not agree. And yeah. it's like, dude, okay. Because it started, it starts out presented as like an own on Russia, and what it ends up with is this kind of like lib thing of someday Russia will be free yeah. to participate in our competition for musical homosexuals. So we, we need to probably address the fact that Russia takes this contest very seriously. Sure. Um, or did until they were kicked out. Well, of yes. Um... And well, I think they probably still do. I think oh, they're probably true. still yeah. yeah, but they're they're more they're, angry about it now, if they, anything. They um, also it's it's like a cultural locus in Russia. It's like a cultural fulcrum. Like if you remember Conchita Wurst, the yeah, uh, there was I was where I was going to go next. Queen. So mad about her. Right? Yeah, like, th- th- they 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 have been coping and seething about Conchita Wurst for wait, wait, was she years. Austrian? I thought she was um Israeli. Uh, no, 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 she's she's Austrian. I have no idea where I got that from. Then, huh? Mm. Yeah, um, no, she, 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 um, she won and made them all very mad um, mm-hmm. because it was a drag queen winning Eurovision, and, and they're not, they're not, uh, they're not super happy about that. Sure. Um, I think also they had a fairly competitive entrant that year, and it felt like they were maybe Europe were voting against them. Um, yeah, maybe? for sure. Like, I, Britain is not the only country that thinks that the voting in, in Eurovision is political and is designed to victimise them because no one likes us, you know? Mm. Um, I mean, I mean, the film even goes as far as to make a joke off that, actually. Like, Lemtov does say, like, about the UK entrant, like, oh, she's got lovely pipes, but, like, 
everyone hates the UK, so which zero obviously points. not true. Like which uh, also again, I want to make the fucking point. Um, if this was really a film about Euro- Eurovision, he would have said nil point, not zero mm-hmm. points. They never, they never say <sighs> zero points is like the official thing that they say now, right? Like, but they used to always, they always used to say like nil point, which is what always sticks with me. I think. Yeah, for sure. Well, um, <clears throat> uh, you, did you notice, uh, or did you hear this year there was actually a um, a tactical voting uh, bit of controversy? Really? Yeah. So the um, you know they have the uh, like the audience vote, but then immediately after everything's done, they have the uh, the judges tally. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That's done in advance, uh, which is oh. how they're able to get it out and then ha- have that go through while um, the audience's stuff is done. Right. Okay. I mean that makes sense. They've seen the, well, all the acts. Yeah. Yeah. Like that always meant uh, it always used to be um, the. Uh, that the audience's vote would be, well, one, it was the only thing, and they'd read that out in, like, ascending order. And so then you'd, you know, as you're watching it, you would uh, pretty much be able to always, like, for some countries, you'd be able to call who their number one thing would be because mm-hmm. they'd, they'd be voting for you, you know, their neighbour who'd be voting for them. Yeah, and, yeah I mean, yeah. I mean that's long since been a thing. Like, I mean, that's when I say oh. when, like, the, uh, the, 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 song con- the songs end... The contest begins almost, you know, but, like. Yeah, but that's why. Sure. Um, that's why now, when they do the audience voting, they just announce all of the audience voting for a particular country rather than saying where it came from. Right. Okay. Uh, but the the judges uh, tally this year. Five of the countries that you know were all like fairly mid tier or like mid to low tier. Apparently, all of them. I think there were six countries, and each of those six countries gave the other five all of their top points. Oh, yeah, mm. you can absolutely sort of fix votes. They, um, oh, yeah. This, this, it, it, this is very much done. And this was apparently sure. so uh, like apparent and like obvious that even like the Eurovision caught it and just went, you can't do that. Right. Okay. So, so, so there is there is definitely a political aspect to the voting in Eurovision. There definitely yeah, for is. Sure. Like, I think I think less than is sometimes made of it, but yes, I think um, there, there, there is for sure fun. quite a fair bit of it. But I think the the kind of person in the UK who complains that we're not doing well, rather than finds it very very funny, is somebody I don't want to be friends with and invite to my Eurovision party. So sure, for sure. Like, I don't super care. Like, yeah. So we um, see we see we see the other the other Eurovision contestants. We see Alexander Lemtov. His song gets stuck in my head. Uh, it's about being horny, which yeah. you know, fine. And then there's one there's one woman who I think the is Greek... genetically designed to destroy me. Yeah, yeah, um, Mita Xenakis. And let me tell you, I love a woman with like dark hair and a strong consonant. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she 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 enters this movie consonant first. <laughs> She's she's very good. Um, yeah, she she's enjoying like being evil, and like she she and Alexander Lemtov get to like like look evil and gay a lot of the time, which I appreciate. Yeah, a lot. and then uh, and then unfortunately, um, as so often is the case at these kind of events, um, a sort of uh, impromptu sing song breaks out, uh, and yep. uh, the film becomes like. Uh, like pitch perfect for the about film, 10 Yes. You have um, actual former contestants and winners doing this song medley that feels 
it, like it, a trailer for Eurovision. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's right. the weirdest thing. This movie, it feels like it's made to get Americans interested in Eurovision. Yes, absolutely. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely, that's what it is. It's Fuck you. Know, that is hundred percent. They've gone with the American like actor that they all know. They've gone. They're not like being too weird about the contest, so they're not entering going. This sucks. Yeah, and Fuck, it, that's exactly like, what it is. That's it feels what like it's being yeah. made in a way where only people that already watch and buy into Eurovision could like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the problem the problem is, right, that, like, I know a lot of Americans who have watched this film but have never watched Eurovision, and they generally have this, like, very bizarre idea of what I'm actually watching. They're like, why are you excited about this? It seems like it's just kind of like... Um, I guess, like, it would be, like, to them, like, me watching the Oscars and, like, hooting and hollering, I guess. Like, it's, yeah. like, kind of, yeah, like, and I'm, like, no, 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 no. What you need to understand, right, is that this is very bad. But because they went to the actual people who make this and said, can we make this with your name on it? They said, yes, but you can't make us look bad. Yeah, so you, it's have like, to, you have to make us look, like, polished and shiny. And, yeah, like, like, even, and there even are... the comedic leads, their yeah. songs are fine, and mm-hmm. but because they have to, you know, for, for there to be a joke, they have to be like disastrous. All of the songs are fine, and then by and the, but then technically things go wrong. Yeah, this is something that I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't get my head around. Again, is Lars a loser or is he not? Because he's musically very fucking competent. He's mm-hmm. um, it's just that his and his dream of going to the Eurovision Song Contest is only silly to people around him. Because he's not good enough, but then he's a, clearly an incredible singer. Yeah, for so sure. It's a very odd thing. So, like, in order for things to go wrong, he kind of has to be like, like, like for example, during one of their performances, like the first performance, there, um, he gets like like a wedgie off a harness or something. Uh, and yeah, the second, so second performance, performance, she gets like a her scarf caught in a giant hamster yeah. wheel. I think. Yeah, and then the hamster wheel goes rampaging into the audience. What's, and what's then, very like, funny is we cut back to Iceland and we see old Pierce Brosnan being ashamed of his son yeah, at this point. in the bar, just like, oh, fuck, yeah. why, out of the entire village of people that I've probably spawned, why is this the one that realised? Like, yeah, for sure. Like, <laughs> we, we, also, we also get the sort of, like, um, misunderstanding romantic sort of comedy thing. Yeah, where... the, the, the second act... Uh, yeah, for the third act reconciliation. Yeah, where where Lars thinks that Alexander is like uh, moving on on secret, and it would have been more interesting if you had just fucking swapped the genders around and had it be me to Xenakis, but you know, go off whatever. Well, they um, did. Did they not do that a little bit? Like well, they, they had her yeah, like, kind of flirting bit. with him a lot. But the thing is, he's so interested in the Eurovision Song Contest that he can't be. No, what I, what I mean is, why, 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 why we, why we can't have Mita and uh, and Sigrid, You know. Oh, oh, oh! I see. Yeah, no, that would have been very good. Yes, no, I'm on board. This is the um, thing. I'm like, I'm, I'm operating on like levels of horniness that are like, you know, mm. sort of <laughs> the two undreamed of here. Yeah, yeah, no, you're, like, you're um, tapping I know. You've got a fairly good Spanish entrance. Like yeah, experiments yeah. Lane. yeah, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. I will say up. there is one joke in this film that really lands for me. Oh yeah. Mm. Well, no, there's two. Um, oh. The 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 one where they're in um, in the in the nice picturesque Iceland town, 
right? Kusavik, which is a real Kusavik. place. Yeah, and, yep. um, it's a and, real uh, place. It's got a Eurovision museum now. Oh. And incidentally, the uh, the director of that Eurovision museum is a guy called Orli Orlison. And if you look him up on uh, Wikipedia, he is uh, in his thing. He is wearing a full ass NASA spacesuit. So <laughs> Kusavik, Kusavik yeah. has a lot going on. Oh yes! Oh, that's so good for a um, town of two thousand people. Yes, the the two jokes that land for me. One is the the point where they're in this beautiful, beautiful like picturesque town, and like they're like waxing about how like awful it is living here. And in the background, like whales are literally like synchronized swimming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> things like that. Like they literally have them come up, and they're like, "Eh, it's all right." Um, I like that. That was good. Um, I know the other one is how aggressive Will Ferrell is to the Americans in this film. <laughs> yes, oh, yeah, there are American tourists in. It's in Edinburgh. Weirdly, the um, all of the interior shots of the contest filmed in Glasgow. Oh, oh no! Yeah, it's, it's, filmed it's not Hydra. looking good for either either town right no, now. Where we are. Shit, we might be about to give it away to to Brighton then. Hmm. But a. Uh, hey. If it, ends, if it ends up in Manchester, then guess who's not going? <laughs> I've had enough. Uh, I've had enough for my life. I'm dragging you. And I live. I live next to Canal Street. The I, I live above an alley near Canal Street. Having like by pride. Uh, this would have impressed me when I still lived in Manchester. But the other day, I walked past a shop here that had a window display of poppers. So you're not going to be beating <laughs> the gay like noise. Oh, no, I mean, I used that... to I used to live across the road from the three biggest gay bars in Glasgow, and the only thing oh, I ever yeah. got out of it was that uh, I used to have to like shoo people having sex out of the like bins area, <laughs> <laughs> like oh, they I were raccoons. Can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I would turn on the light, and there would be a guy sucking a guy off, and I'd be like, "I get past you with this like bag full of rubbish." Well, like, I don't yeah, disapprove. Just make sure that but when you like... finish, it goes in the green bin because that's for organic. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, uh... Yeah, there are. So you get like these American tourists in Edinburgh, and you know, anytime Will Ferrell interacts with them, he just shouts at how much they hate American tourists. Bitch. Yeah, he's like, I fucking yeah, and, hate... and they and they don't get it at all. Yeah, they and... think he's being nice or like just trying to have them on, but he's just being, genuinely, yeah. very openly being like, I hate the Americans. Yeah, that's <laughs> which it, it is a good like. There's this whole bit about um like Starbucks, like go to, why don't you go to Starbucks? And they're like, oh, is there one nearby? And he's like, of course there is. It's fucking Starbucks. What do you mean? Like, yeah, where's, the where's fact the that they just one? go everywhere <laughs> like, gets me. It's it's very good. Um. Although I, yeah, I will um, put out, this movie came out 2020. That is a like a 2005 joke. I think. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's more for me that um, that now I have a reference point that I can point to when the Americans on Twitter think I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but so we, we get this misunderstanding where where Sigrid writes this song and Lars overhears her and thinks he's right. She's writing a love song to Alexander when actually. She's writing a love song to her hometown about how cool it is oh, God, yeah. in Icelandic. Now, now, like, okay, here's the thing: the 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 they get through to the final, right? There's this whole thing about, uh, like Will Ferrell goes home after the the hamster wheel incident, where like they go yeah, off the stage, and then they and then they get, yeah, and like he doesn't even look at the results to realize that they've gotten through to the final. Like he just leaves, um, yeah. and uh. 
Now, I... the, the, he goes back and like, <laughs> and like well, that's when Elf is happens. like, oh yeah, that's what that's when Elf murder happens because the the finance guy like tries, tries to, to agent forty seven him, him yeah. with a fiber wire thing built into his watch. God, I thought he was gonna have a gun. Yeah, no, no. When he had a garrot, like I was like, what? I don't remember that at all because I've seen this film once previously. I know that he tried to kill him, but I couldn't remember how. So I assumed it would be by a gun. If he has access no, to no, enough no, it's, 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 to take it's a out a boat. a watch, like the joke about yeah. uh, George Bush Senior and The Simpsons. Well, it's literally um, um, it's Red Grant from um, from Russia with Love. Yeah, it is. Icelandic mm. Red Grant. That's right. It, it, like... This would be embarrassing if if you were uh, meant to have had some kind of recent watching experience of these movies. Uh, I mean, uh... it's been a minute, and also. I don't remember very very much of the Bond movies because they're not very good. Well, to be fair, normally when I watch things for this podcast, I'm like so out of it that I can't remember them the next hour, let alone. Mm. I, the the um. Now, the now I have a new Russia I have a new love. theory about this uh, finance guy. Of course, I do. Yes. All I remember from that movie. <laughs> I think I think this guy um, has seen what they did in Iceland to the bankers uh, the last time mm. the country went yes! bankrupt, and yeah. he's armed himself accordingly. Um, <laughs> in like uh, self-defense, yeah. Yeah, no. So that's why he has enough explosives to take out a whole boat party of uh, like of Eurovision entrants. That's why he has the fiber wire in the watch. Um, that's why I'm surprised he's not bringing a gun. They make kind of make a big deal about Iceland having recently gone bankrupt, it feels a little like, um, to prepare for writing this movie, they read the Wikipedia on Iceland, and they saw yeah. financial oh, crash. Oh, fuck, maybe, elves. yeah. Financial yeah. crash, elves, yeah. Um, yeah. incest. These yeah. are the Those are the three. Those are the yeah. big three, yeah. yeah it's, it's like, um, what, what, what does Iceland have? It's got no money, a lot of elves, and forbidden snatch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's the dangerous part is that it's not forbidden. You yeah, no, that's that's know. the problem. By the end of this film, in fact, um, like uh, Pierce Brosnan has shacked up with Sigrid's mum. Yeah, they're Making getting married. Siblings, um, which makes the fact that she has the same like the fact that she's mm. called Eric's daughter. Like it's it's, it's way yes. weirder. Like I missed the fact that she was called Eric's daughter, and they were making the joke about like oh like oh you know she's probably not my sister. I assumed that was just a general like. Those of you who know enough about Iceland will have a little bit of a giggle about this, but I didn't. I didn't get that. I didn't catch her name at all, and that makes it so much more likely that they are related. That I'm like oh no. I I love the idea of um, the European Broadcasting Corporation. Them like getting the the script for this movie and being like, oh, can you take out that joke because it implies that sometimes a country will send like like Ireland when they try to send uh, like a, a turkey puppet, mm-hmm. a Dustin yeah. Puppet, yeah. It, it, it implies that you know sometimes people view us as a joke. Um, and yeah, yeah. Take that out, um, and you've got this joke here about um, brother sister incest. Um, we actually like that a lot. Can you put in yeah, can about you do six some or seven more, more of them? This yeah, is, well, it is yeah, yeah. supposed to be a cultural exchange, and as so, we so, have, as we have gathered, that is one of Iceland's yeah. big three things. So, yeah. so, so, so Lars, Lars ditches the Eurovision Song Contest. He goes back to Iceland. He's working on old Pierce Brosnan's fishing boats mm. when they find out that they've actually made it to the final. Yeah, and, and he knew the entire time. The little like Pierce yeah. Brosnan knew. 
Because he's sure. like, I'm so proud of you. Like you have the Viking spirit. You got back up and kept going. Yeah. What, what else? Do, what else does Iceland have? A uh, Viking spirit. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, so he he like swims back to shore. Yes. To go to the contest, there is which I, no I land think, in fucking enough. sight. Uh, that, but sure. But he's like, that determined. That, uh, like he's that single-minded about getting to the getting to the Eurovision Song Contest. I, I that chuckled. He will do it. I chuckled once during this film, and I'll admit it wasn't that bit of physical comedy. Yeah. yeah. Just him jumping out of a boat. That got me. Um, there's, so there's also, when he, when he gets, he gets the Americans to drive him there, which I think is quite fun, because he's like, oh, my American friends, you're like here now where the final is happening, because they're doing like a, a trip of Europe, I guess. And he's very nice to them the entire time until he gets out of the car, and he's like, fuck you, I fucking hate you. <laughs> <laughs> like grumbling as he goes to the goes to the song contest, which I thought was fun. Yeah, um, and he just, then uh, he just sort of lies and tells them that oh, there's actually no speed limits. That's only yeah, yeah there's no thing. speed limit in Europe. You can just go as quick <laughs> as you like. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he gets there and he's and and like Sigrid is going up by herself. Um. Yeah, and feeling comes very on, abandoned. Like, and no, betrayed. we need to do the other song. You know. The one in your in in like our home language, right? But 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 Lars. And I as, thought as, as earnestly you know, at this point mm. that they were gonna do Ya Ya Ding Dong. <laughs> no, in, instead what she does is like, but Lars, as you know, in the Eurovision Song Contest, you can't change your entry according to the rules of the Eurovision Song Contest and will be disqualified from the Eurovision Song Contest by the Eurovision Song Contest. Yeah. Uh and then he goes, Oh, oh well, we weren't gonna win anyway. <laughs> Yeah, and they did. They like, do the song, presumably. which is very nice. I cried a bit. Uh, so, you know. the song is a ballad. Um, yeah, they switch from like what is essentially like, uh, like the closest to a banger they have. I think sort um, of an ABBA esque. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they go to like a ballad, but they also, importantly, half of this is in English, um, which I thought was a bit odd. Yeah. I think they, because like they made the whole thing about, oh, we can't enter this song because it's not in English, and anyone who sings in their home language, like, never wins. Now, yeah, for sure. I don't know if that's held up, you know, because there are a lot think of people singing in their own language this year who did very well. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't think it has, but I think for a language like Icelandic in particular, maybe there is I this quite idea. Liked Iceland's, yeah, but then Iceland yeah. didn't do this well that well this no. year. But I thought they sounded very pretty. I also quite liked. Um, the Iceland's entrant this year, um, J.K. Rowling was very, uh, very positive about. Um, until people pointed out that they are very pro-trans kids. Yeah, the massive trans flag that they brought. Yeah, <laughs> and like, and she shut up very promptly, uh, which was very fun. Um, oh oh yeah, god, so just as a I slight get... divergence. Oh yeah, yeah. Have you seen the news about J.K. Rowling today? Oh yeah, she the... got. Oh. Mm. So if you're if you're not aware, she got hoaxed into a sort of a prank call with someone purporting to be Vladimir Zelensky. Yeah. Uh, and then just got roasted by a couple of Russians for like an hour. They they're all like so from what I've seen, they are possibly like Russian state affiliated, but like the jokes that they were getting her with were just so like if I had logged on to an interview. With what I assumed was uh, like the president of a country, which first of all feels like it would be a bit like jumped up on my part as like an yeah, author. Yeah, for sure. To um, to be met with the the uh the statement. Now, 
the lightning bolt on his forehead looks a bit like the Russian Z. Would you be willing to change that to the Ukrainian trident? I think I would go. That's enough. I I don't think you're being serious. And yeah, <laughs> I, and what, I what she respond. said was <laughs> yes, certainly. <laughs> yeah, certainly. I'll, I'll look into it. Could, because I think the press could that, be very interested in this. Because that, that'll get me in the papers. Yeah. Oh, the, my favourite one, actually, when I did some thinking about it, was how um, they said, like, here is... The, they hadn't had their camera on the entire time, these Russian guys, and they turned it on to show three guys just in shirts, so they said, here is the Ukrainian Order of the Phoenix. <laughs> We're reading, the, reading Harry Potter to the troops! Which, like, uh, and the shirt, just think that those and the three shirt, guys uh, were just hanging out with him all the time? Like, And the shirt said, only Putin. Oh, no. Oh, my of course, God. Oh, dear. Anyway, anyway, that's a bit of a divergence. I haven't been able to stop thinking about that today. So they um, get disqualified for singing their lovely little song. Yeah, she, um, she hits her Dunkle Skog. Oh, she uh, does. Yeah. We, you know, this is you may notice a, a way for the um, for the the movie to both have its cake and, and eat it, where it it's able to have them still get this, you know, you know, rousing emotional finale with you know. Oh, we we're proud of our hometown and whatever the fuck. Um, I think while also saying, well, a non-serious competitor could never win. Yeah, yeah. So sure. I think I think what uh, what this does effectively is say, here we're still an effective cultural exchange, and that's what really matters. So the person singing in their home language the song that they actually really want to sing will still do well. Um, but we've unfortunately made it so they're losers and can't win. Mm-hmm. As part of the like plot points, so they have to be disqualified. Yeah, for sure. Um, and, then, and then they, huh? Then they, they return home as heroes. And, yeah, and everyone's Alex- very glad. Alexander goes to Greece with me to Xenakis, who incidentally, uh, I, I'm just realizing now, same woman who did the voice acting for Cassandra in Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So that's oh, why I feel oh, yeah. some of the oh, that, that oh that that explains some things. That it, yeah, my... mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I played... Fuck. This is this is full ADHD brain tangent time, but it, it's like, when I played that game, the thing that really did me about that was um, I, I leveled exclusively the kick power. Um, <laughs> I was going and, to say... Uh, I went around well, kicking went goats kick, and, like, kicking, like, there's that whole bit with, like, the, the centurion that you have to kill, and I killed him yeah. by kicking him off a cliff and all of this. Mm-hmm. And, like, at some point, somebody who was watching me do all this was going now isn't there like a fairly serious plot point in these kind of games where there is a historian in a machine somewhere watching this going oh that's how they did it <laughs> yeah yeah for sure <laughs> like oh that explains the boot print on there like everyone, everyone <laughs> she ever fought like <laughs> uh yeah that, but the, the thing about this film um that i i've just realized i quite like is that they they go home and like they're greeted as like returning heroes off the bus, and then it's like some time passes, and they're doing the song in the uh, in the pub again, like as like the village band. Yeah. Um, and they're all yelling at them, and at some point they're like, "Do you want us to? Do you want us to do the Eurovision ones?" And they all go, "No." <laughs> do ya ya Play ding dong. Ya ding dong. So like nothing really changes for them. But I also, um, I remember that the guy. Um, I, was, I was hoping you'd say. I think his name. The guy who called, like, Olaf. Yeah, yeah, Olaf, mm. the guy who's like the job. His job in the uh, the town of Huskovic is to follow Will Ferrell around and yes. ambush him at certain points to yell, "Play Yaya Ding Dong." 
Um, <laughs> he's sort of, sort of a very Liam Anderson sort of vibe. <laughs> yeah, he came on to Eurovision as yeah, like he... one of the guys who gives out the points. I remember him being there. Yeah, for, and I remember yeah, like, what like this year or no twenty. It was yeah, it was twenty twenty one because it was the year after the film came out. Because if they did it previous to that, it would have been very weird. <laughs> yeah, um, but oh, like, no, that would have been a fantastic bit of like performance art. So, oh no, yeah, but okay. So here's the thing, right? I watch these without any commentary. So when you have a guy who comes on and goes, our 12 points go to Ya Ya Ding Dong, play Ya Ya Ding Dong, and you're like, what the fuck is happening? <laughs> like, and and like for everyone else in the UK, cheering. they've got Graham Norton going, oh, that's a reference to the Eurovision film. I don't know. And I'm sat there like, what? <laughs> who is this dude? <laughs> like, they, they make Graham Norton in this movie much meaner than he actually is. Like, yeah, so mostly, I, I couldn't yeah. comment because I haven't heard him like do this. Well, mostly years, when he but... when he when he does his like Eurovision commentary, he's not that mean. He's just drunk and like it, it just like a little bit snide. But instead, they make him into sort of Simon Cowell. I think for right. Sort of okay. Americans. So I remember the like I only watched the first couple of years of Norton's coverage. Um, I refuse to give the BBC any money, so I normally do Reasonable. this now. I watch it through a VPN on YouTube. Uh, from like the actual event streams it with no commentary um but yeah he will he'll generally um like he'll go either oh this next one you know there's quite a bit of buzz about this it's you know a right okay very popular or he'll go uh now this next one there'll be uh with, with uh this year the serbian song with the woman like washing her hands and everything mm-hmm mm. Yeah, he would do like a sort of like, oh, isn't this strange? Sort of like, yeah, right. Like, okay, um, well, that's a bit odd, you know. Like, okay, yeah, so uh, I remember Wogan, who was very, um, very different in vibe. I think. Yeah. I think they were mm. going for somebody who could have that Wogan vibe, but be yeah. a bit more like controllable, because, um, the last year that Wogan did it, I think it was around the last year. I remember him, um, because he hated doing it, or at least he sounded like he did. I remember him saying something like. I have snuck in a bottle of whiskey, uh, so my performance will be slowly sinking as the evening yeah. goes on. Yeah. Um, Terry Wogan. That line has really stuck like with me because I think that's how I feel about Eurovision. Um, like, I, again, I, I think many of the songs in 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 Eurovision, like the actual contest, I think that they're fine. Some of sure. them, some of them, I think are actually some of them pretty good. Yeah, sure. My, uh, I really liked. I really liked. Uh, playlist uh, you listen to. Not, not to really go in for Azerbaijan, but I really liked Matahari from 2021. That was mm. good. Stuck in my head a little oh, bit. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember this. Yeah, Kim quite quite likes um, the uh, the uh, absolutely like off the chain nuclear level wife guy that Iceland tried to send who got COVID in 2020. They were great. <laughs> no, I actually I really like um, them. I think it's. He's not just a wife guy. He's also now a dad guy. He's also mm. a sister guy. Because... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, um, no, I, uh, yeah, yeah. But I, when you're, I, when you're watching it, though, is he? So when you're watching all of it, um, there was like Germany a couple of years ago had uh, this song called "I Don't Feel Hate, I Just Feel Sorry," which oh, was, I hated that. Oh song. my I, god, yeah. I, ha- I have that song stuck in my head. You've got a woman dressed up as a giant hand extending a middle finger while this guy sings this kind of jolly little tune about how, like, if you're mean to me, 
well, that's just more of a reflection on you, isn't it? Yeah. And I think, you yeah, get I understand. These vibes. The vibes. You, I, like, I understand why people are going to be mean to you, man. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like, I don't feel hate. I wish I could say the same thing. Yeah. Like, I think, I think, for me, watching Eurovision is a difficult, a difficult experience because I'm permanently like, maybe, you know, maybe we'll get like, again, Serbia. I like the Serbian song. Like, maybe we'll get something like that, one where I'm like, hey, this isn't bad. And but then I will always have my hopes up high and then like I'll hear the first few notes and it'll be like some tweedly bullshit or it'll be a ballad. And like, again, there will be good songs and there will be competent songs, but when you're watching it sober mm-hmm. and alone, that is like f- about 15 of them just bring your hopes down. And then I yeah, just have to sit yeah. there stone-faced watching it while a German man dances with a hand. <laughs> I think um, that there's that, that that one feels to me like one of the ones that's trying to win by catching a trend. Uh, did you know what I mean by this? Like, it really feels like every few years, mm-hmm. one country in particular decides, right, what's the biggest, like, sort of vague area of, like, progressiveness we can lean on? Yeah. Where, like, we'll win because people want to support that message. And I think that one was, like, very much about, like, uh, like, you know, not being mean to people who are different, which is nice as a message, but it, when it's, like, harnessed as a power for winning... It's very easy to see through, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it felt like so I mean, like cynical. there was, but then sometimes you get wonderful things come out of that, like uh, like Latvia this year, where like their song was about how um, if you want to go green, you've got to you've got to you've got to eat the pussy and the vegetables. Like that's right, and um, you know that this is the kind of message that Europe needs in these troubled it is. times. Yeah, like in order to avoid war, um, De- degrowth, decarbonisation, and eating pussy. That's yeah, that's yeah. It. I'm going to quickly. I look forward to um, uh, now that we've like this year, like Britain, yeah, well, the UK, we decided to actually like try mm. for the first yeah, time. and it worked quite well because, it, as it turns out, not everybody is like consumed with hatred for the UK. And or, when or at we the very least, song, people like it. Least, we have. Like, I think Russia has, got Russia has taken off of the team. Right, though, like, like, yeah, I think that's the thing, right? Like, the the the, the guy that we sent. A couple of years ago, who got zero points? I don't think he deserved that. I think he was. I, I, think, all right I think it's guy. more. I think the message is more that, like, uh, as much as we make fun of European countries for taking it very, very seriously, they like it when we take it a bit seriously. Yeah, like, yeah. enough to send like a guy who has thought about the song beforehand. It's like yeah. in France, and people say like, um, "Oh, you know, you don't have to be like fluent, but they like it if you make an effort." Yeah, for sure. I've I've got the lyrics up for the twenty uh, twenty two Latvia one, um, and uh, some of these lyrics, let me tell you, are um, they're quite instead something. of meat, I eat veggies and pussy. Yeah, I like them both fresh, like them both juicy. I mean, I didn't need to look that up. My I've favorite seen one here. It's, it's in there. Me either. My yeah. favorite. My favorite. I'm just going to read a verse. Um, is uh. Get your trash can, no backup plan, and sort through it. Bend over, then jiggle that peach. You're recycling, and I'm loving those cheeks. I'm a beast instead of a killer. Forget the hot dogs, because my sausage is bigger. Three, two, one, all the girls go eco. 
if you want your man's tongue longer than a gecko's. See, this is the thing. That this is the, like the Latvian <laughs> Dunkelskjok. <laughs> but also, just there's there's quite a lot there. I feel. Mm, I much mean, to think about. Well, you, you yeah, know, people saying when um, you know when uh, people when, when Russia invaded Ukraine and people were like, would you die for Ukraine if Russia invaded Latvia off the strength of that song? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I, I, I'm joining up with Latvia's foreign legion. Like, as is that how it works? I don't actually know. Yeah, well, joining joining the like Latvian foreign legion. Or we, we can Google it this, on the plane. Yeah, I mean, I mean, <laughs> this is this is. I don't know. Given that Ukraine won, uh, and they're not going to host, but if if just say that they like they did right. Mm. Um, I feel like I feel like just having a bus. And then just saying this this goes, you know, a bus to Ukraine around the time of the uh, the Eurovision Song Contest could be a very good way of them signing up some people. What just oh, for sure. close yeah. attention, you know? Drafting <laughs> drafting the entire sort of arena. Drafting I think drafting the kind of people who are serious enough about Eurovision. The guy you know, the guys I mentioned earlier who like I really don't trust. Oh yeah. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I think they could maybe maybe get away with that. Yeah, for sure. Just like it could a- be, uh, like a Nathan for you bit, mm. yeah, like, like, a, uh, like a mega bus, recruits. With, yeah, like a mega bus with a duffel full of bag of like N law missiles. Like, yeah, because <laughs> um, oh, yeah, uh, so fire speaking, saga. Well, fire also, saga. Uh, speaking of the times that we nearly won, um, in 1972, uh, we uh, we came second. I think it's 72 right. or 73 um, with the new seekers. They did beg, steal, or borrow. Okay. Um, and that, there was a fairly like it was, I think it was a pretty narrow one. Uh, and the reason that I know that is because in the late seventies, the New Seekers were managed by my dad. Oh uh, shit! Because once huh. more, oh the yeah. circle of this little personal connection there. Yeah, Damn uh, bullshit. Uh, yeah, Alex, that, okay. uh, this is this is going to be news to you, but I have a fucking connection for everything i think mm. it's because i'm the main character of reality and if i close my eyes this all goes away well, right yeah that does make sense so so you what you've done with your like your reality that you control is make record me... a podcast about yeah fire saga the eurovision song contest movie. well more importantly record four seasons of a podcast about, about making me watch 24 uh, I was, uh, I was actually at a gig the other night, and uh, I, I spoke to a friend. They told me they've been listening to every episode. So if you're listening, Rich, hello. I've apparently oh, been God, getting. Poor person. I know, right? I'm just glad that my mum didn't take me up on like when I when I tried to sell her on oh, the podcast that she didn't. God, listen can to. you imagine if your mum listened to this? No, because there's a lot of conversations that I'm not ready to quite have with her. Yeah, but, yeah, but yeah. I've been no, on the pod for a while. The episode where like we did the. The um the film about porn and I said like you know I've been and they went to like the awards ceremony and he went you know I went you know I've been put forward for one of these right that would have been interesting <laughs> to explain to your mum. If if my mum was listening to this episode, I'd have to like, like what, what was that thing that you were asking that, that you were you were talking to that lady about, um saying that like asking a pegging yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. <laughs> don't worry about it yeah it's a it's um... a DIY thing. Yeah, 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 goodbye. Yeah. Sam, what was that whole conversation about, like, uh, you being he, him friend? 
<laughs> anyway, yes, goodbye. I think that's probably we've we've waffled about this film long enough. <laughs> yeah, it's not well, good. I guess, thank you, thank you, one listener it, who recommended. It's all right. Yeah, it's um, fine. I guess. I'm I'm glad that we were able to, uh, to yeah, you know, like lift up the rock of culture and look mm. at all the wriggly vibes underneath. Hmm. Absolutely. Well, thank you yeah. for inviting me to to join you. No, absolutely. Anytime. Oh, found some cool stuff under this rock. Yeah. Yeah. Some. some well, it's, it's all right. It's all right stuff. Some, some interesting stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyways, un- under this rock was a real mixed bag. Yeah. 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 So, like, next beneath time. this rock, I shall build my vibes. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we will never find um, good vibes under the rock because that is not the nature of the podcast. However, hopefully, sometimes, sometimes the worm less incest in, in a in cowboy future. hat. Um, mm. Yeah. Right. Anyway, goodbye. Bye. Do it.